silence, her eyes narrowed, as though she'd realized just then that he was a mystery. Do you mind my asking what you do for a living? I'm in the technology industry, he responded. Global communications, internet communications, applications and software. I do it all. I'm impressed. Are you a consultant? Of sorts. I get paid to make significant decisions about computer-based systems. That much was true. Gracie nodded. The projects I have in mind might not be much of a challenge, but you'd be using your skill set to give back to the community. That's why I'm here. Great, she said with a smile. Let's head back to my office to discuss the projects. Ethan followed her down a narrow hall. The large open space in front of her office contained a couch and a small desk. Pointing to the desk, she said, That's my assistant Brenda's desk. You met her in the reception area. When she's not manning the front desk, she's here. The smell of lilacs invaded his senses when he crossed her office's threshold. Ethan's shoulders relaxed for the first time since he'd met Gracie. As he surveyed her workspace, Ethan's first impression was that she was a free spirit. The office was neat and organized, but the touches of whimsy in her decor told him she didn't take herself too seriously. A framed reproduction of Edward Munch's The Scream hung on one wall next to a framed photograph of Gracie and a friend, both of whom imitated the tortured expression in the famous painting. Under the photograph, a handwritten caption read, Gracie and Mimi in grad school. On her desk, a ceramic statue of a small frog caught his eye. The frog held a parasol while it sunbathed in a lounge chair. Puerto Rico was scrawled across the lounge chair. I take it you've been there? She looked at the statue. Many times, yes. My parents grew up there. I was born and raised in the States, though. What about you? Ever been? A few times, actually. It's a popular location for business conferences. He wanted to say more. He'd toured the island several times when his company had considered opening a satellite office there. He'd fallen in love with its culture. The resilience and beauty of the forts that Spanish settlers had erected to protect the island had fascinated him. And he developed a minor obsession with mofongo, a popular dish made with fried green plantains. But if he shared these thoughts with her, he'd undoubtedly slip and say more than was wise. Twenty minutes into the ruse, Ethan's confidence waned. Could he do this? She gestured to the two chairs facing her desk and settled into her own chair. Please, sit. Ethan sat and waited, and tried to control the thoughts rattling inside his brain like ping-pong balls. Ethan didn't like surprises, and his reaction to Gracie surprised him. Flummoxed him, really. He couldn't recall experiencing instant attraction like this with any woman in his past, including the one he'd almost married. His gaze returned to her expressive face. Her smile captivated him made him want to be the cause of it. In a flash, the smile disappeared. After a brief shake of her head, she straightened in her chair. Maybe he wasn't alone in this. Maybe Gracie was affected by him, too. He sharpened his gaze, grasping for a clue that she, too, sensed the tension between them. She set her clasped hands on the desk and squared her shoulders, her eyes fixed on the papers in front of her. Quite the opposite, it seemed. This was business. She was all business.
I have two projects in mind, she said. First, and especially now that I know you're familiar with computers, I'd like you to help our clients when they come for free computer time. We only have a few volunteers and their hours are unpredictable, so it would be great if you could hang around and answer our clients' questions or figure out a technical glitch. We don't have the resources for a full-time tech. Easy enough. What's the other thing? She wriggled in her chair and darted a glance his way, eventually returning her attention to the papers on her desk. Before she spoke, she pushed a strand of hair behind her ear. His gaze wandered to her hand, searching for a ring. He relaxed in his chair when he failed to see one. After several seconds of silence, Ethan realized she was staring at him. Crap. He'd missed her explanation. Very smooth, Ethan, very smooth. He sat up and shook his head. I'm sorry.